It is this perspective of judging other people, of judging the moves that wealthy people make before understanding how wealth truly works and grows that further spreads these bad feelings and this bad propaganda around having wealth. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money, episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today, I'm going to weigh in on helping you with a wealth perspective wake-up call. Because the wake-up call that I'm about to explain and teach, I know that so many of you have found yourselves thinking or saying or participating in before, and it comes from a good place, except it's unfortunately pushing money and wealth out of your life. Here's what I mean. Really cool story. So I was at the PGA event this past weekend with my dad and my brother. It's held at the Riviera Country Club in Brentwood. And besides the event itself, which is an awesome experience, one of my favorite things about attending this event each year is getting to see the beautiful, epic mansions that line the cliffs along the course that you cannot see unless you have access to this private country club. Now to give you perspective so you can really picture what I'm talking about, this club is in Brentwood and it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars per year just to have a membership there. Hundreds of thousands of dollars per year just to have a membership there. And even if you have the money to join, you cannot get in unless you are heavily connected and voted in. So To see these views from this country club truly is a privilege and they really are breathtaking. It sits way down in this beautiful valley outlined by these tall hills, these tall cliffs on all sides of it. And these cliffs are lined with these huge, beautiful homes of every style you could ever imagine. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, and you should, by the way, go follow me at Chris W. Harder on Instagram, then you saw that I uploaded a few of these stories about these homes as I walked around the course and watched the event. And in the stories, I mentioned that these homes range from 25 to 50 million in value. And actually what I didn't write is some of them go up to $100 million in value. But just for the sake of argument, I had put in my stories that these homes range from 25 to $50 million in value. And of course, I was admiring them. I'm motivated by them. Now, I got all sorts of DMs back on these homes, and I love getting DMs from you guys. I got all sorts of DMs back on the homes, ranging from how gorgeous they are, how inspired people were, and, you know, how, like, wow, they can't believe that these homes look that way or exist, all the way down to a couple people trolling the wealth that it takes to get one of these homes. Now, I ignore the trolls because they're on their own journey. But one of the responses, really caught my attention because it wasn't from a troll. One of the responses really caught my attention because it was from somebody who I know pretty well. And he wrote the following. He wrote, what a waste of money. Do you know how many people 
someone could help with that money instead of spending it on one of those homes? Now, here's why I was shocked because this guy is a great dude. I mean, he is as good of a person as they come. And because of his good heart, I knew he meant really well when he sent this. And so I wanted to help shift his perspective. I knew this was a teaching opportunity. And in case you've ever had this thought about homes or anything else as you've passed by them, that's okay because we all have these thoughts from time to time before we learn how wealth truly works. And so this lesson is also for you, anybody that, as I described this picture of these beautiful homes and a 25 to 50 to $100 million that it took to spend on, to, to earn one of these homes, then hopefully I'm going to shift your perspective starting right now. So I responded to his DM and I said this. I said, hey man, I understand where your comment comes from, a really good place because you have a great heart. But I must share with you, this is the wrong way to think about it for two reasons. Reason number one, someone who invests $25 million into a home is generating more wealth off of that investment because that's what it is when you buy a home like that. It's an investment. They're generating more wealth off of that investment, which allows them to give more for a sustained period of time instead of just handing over the $25 million to a charity once and being done with it. Let me repeat this. Someone who invests $25 million into a home is then going to generate more wealth every single year that they can then give every single year for a more sustained period of time instead of just handing over the $25 million to a charity once and being done with it. Someone who understands wealth realizes that they can do more good for those in need by investing in this home than by giving it away and you know still needing somewhere to live. Let me prove this to you with an example. Let's say instead of paying $25 million for one of these homes that they worked hard to earn, by the way, they said, eh, I'm going to donate $24 million of the $25 million to a charity and I'm just going to go buy a $1 million home. Now, the $24 million that they donated is gone. They used it once as for a good cause and that's great for the cause that got the $24 million, but it wasn't the best way that the money could have been leveraged to make the biggest difference. Instead, by investing the money into the home where they need a place to live anyways, and they've certainly earned it, if that home appreciates just 6% a year, which out here in Brentwood, Santa Monica, LA is a very low number, but let's just use that average. That's $1.5 million per year extra being generated in appreciation that they can give away each year. Think about that once. That $25 million home kicks off 6% appreciation per year. That's $1.5 million per year extra being generated while they live in this home that they can give away each year. So in 15 to 16 years, that $24 million that he would have given away and then spent a million on a home, instead by buying the $25 million home, has been made up while the original $25 million is still sitting there earning more money. In 15 to 16 years, the $24 million that he or she would have given away has already been made up in appreciation while the original $25 million still sits there earning more money. Wake up call, right? 
Now check this out. Around the 30-year mark, that $24 million that they would have given away has now been donated twice over while the original $25 million still sits there earning more. Then at somewhere around the 40 to 45-year mark, that same $25 million has been donated three times over now. Do you follow me? Do you follow the math? Because it just keeps kicking off that appreciation because the original investment is still sitting there appreciating. So this means that by investing in that home, the homeowner is able to give away 50 to $75 million instead of just giving away $24 million once. Whoa, let me repeat that. By investing in that home and living there, a home that they earned, by the way, that homeowner is able to give away 50 to $75 million over the course of 30 to 45 years instead of just giving away the $24 million once and buying a home for $1 million. Pretty cool example, right? Now, reason number two is this. If you buy a $25 million home, you have the massive abundance outside of that $25 million to give more with. People don't buy $25 million homes with mortgages like the rest of the country. They pay cash for them. And to pay cash for those homes, that means that they have generated and are generating a massive amount of wealth. To amass that amount of cash that you spend on a home means that you have and are generating such wealth that most people can't comprehend. You have at least... $200 million liquid net worth if you're buying that home. So in buying that home, that person has not given up any ability to make a massive difference for any cause they care about. At this level, it's not a this or that decision like most people are accustomed to feeling. It's an all of the above decision at this level. Buy the home and fund the biggest charities around. And then upon their death, if they want, they can also donate that home to a good cause that's been sitting there kicking off all this extra cash. You might remember an episode I did that was similar to this last year where I overheard people saying the same thing about somebody who had bought a $60,000 watch. And the women were sitting at a table behind me and they were saying, do you know how many people that watch could have helped? Again, if you're buying a $60,000 watch, you also have the money to give as largely as you would like to give. It is not a this or that decision at that level. It is this perspective of judging other people, of judging the moves that wealthy people make before understanding how wealth truly works and grows that further spreads these bad feelings and this bad propaganda around having wealth. It's also wrong when somebody who is spending 25 to 50% of their paycheck on a mortgage so that they have a decent place to live is judging somebody who only spends 1% or 5% or maybe up to 10% of their total net worth on a place to live. The irony here kills me. The math doesn't work. You don't get to spend 25 to 50% of your paycheck on a mortgage so that your family has an enjoyable place to live while you judge somebody else who spent 5% of their net worth. You follow me? So I share this story with you so that in case you've ever caught yourself thinking the same thing, You have a chance to pause and reframe and even learn and then become inspired by the way that true wealth actually works and grows. Because when you stop pushing wealth away with your judgment and start attracting it and understanding it and leveraging it, you too will be able to make money like this. And when you do, you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things. 
Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.